Welcome to WTVU News Today. I'm Will Andronico. Boston had stormy weather last night with temperatures in the mid to high 70s. The city will be mostly cloudy for the majority of today as temperatures reach a high of 81 degrees. The rest of the weekend is looking similarly cloudy with temperatures at a high of 81 degrees on Saturday and 84 degrees on Sunday. Joining us now is Grace Ramey with a Massachusetts coronavirus update. In a press release on Thursday morning, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker announced that the state experienced a slight increase in positive COVID-19 tests in the past week. He said that the clusters of positive tests are related to parties where people are non-compliant with social distancing and mask wearing rules, exposing certain areas where people are failing to meet safety precautions. The current seven-day positive test rate in Massachusetts sits at 2%, which is slightly higher than previous seven-day reports. Following this briefing, Governor Baker toured the Pfizer facility in Andover, where the biotech company continues work on a vaccine and where they will soon enroll up to 30,000 people in a vaccine trial. Baker praised Pfizer in his briefing and said that despite the challenges that come with finding a vaccine for the virus, he is not surprised that the biotech and medical sectors in Massachusetts are leaders in development for the global pandemic. In Belmont, Massachusetts, I'm Grace Ramey for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Hannah Yoshinaga for a story out of Ohio. Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder was removed from office in a 90-0 vote on Thursday after he and his four accomplices were indicted in a $61 million bribery scheme earlier in the day. Householder refused to resign amid the controversy, prompting the bipartisan vote to oust him from his position. Householder and his associates were arrested last week for their involvement in a conspiracy that funneled taxpayer money into Householder's re-election campaign and a $1.3 billion bailout for two of First Energy Corporation's nuclear power plants. Each of the five co-conspirators could face up to 20 years in prison if found guilty. Ohio State Representative and former Ohio Supreme Court Justice Bob Cup is considered the frontrunner to replace Householder as House Speaker, although Speaker pro tempore Jim Butler has also garnered support. While the investigation into the conspiracy is ongoing, Householder is currently running unopposed for re-election. Barring any further developments, he could return to the House in January. In Orange, California, I'm Hannah Yoshinaga for WTBU News. Next, a story regarding Washington, D.C. public school reopening plans from Audrey Porter. Washington, D.C. public schools will all be virtual this upcoming semester due to coronavirus concerns, Mayor Maria Bowser announced on Thursday. From August 31st to November 6th, classes from pre-K through 12th grade will all be conducted online. This news comes at a time when reopening schools has become an increasingly divided topic of debate. The mayor also stated that the students who do not have a device or internet access will be provided with the necessary technology to complete their classes. As of July 16th, the preliminary plan was to allow families to decide whether to choose for an all online learning format or to split their time between online learning and in-person classes. Similarly, just on Wednesday, Virginia Beach School Board approved a plan that will see all of the district's nearly 70,000 students start school online this upcoming semester. Learning will remain online until key coronavirus health metrics have shown that it is safe for students to return to classrooms. Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, said Thursday that it is possible for the country to get the coronavirus count low enough for children to go back to school if people choose to wear masks, socially distance, and avoid gatherings where one cannot remain socially distanced. In Richfield, Connecticut, I'm Audrey Porter for WTVU News. Finally, an update from Inyong Kim out of Taiwan. 
Former Taiwanese President Li Tinghui died on Thursday evening in the capital Taipei at the age of 97. Taipei's Veteran General Hospital reported Li had been hospitalized since February and suffered from infections and organ failure. He brought direct elections to Taiwan and became the first elected president who served Taiwan from 1988 to 2000. He also brought democratic changes and economic growth. When Li insisted Taiwan was a sovereign state from China, the mainland threatened Taiwan because China considered the island as part of its territory. The current president, Tsai Ing-wen, expressed her sorrow and said in a statement that his death is a great loss. Li joined the Nationalist Party in 1971 when Chiang Kai-shek and his son Chiang Ching-ku dictated the country brutally. Before he became a president, he served as Taipei mayor, province governor, and vice president. In Newton, Massachusetts, I'm In Young Kim for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Evan Jimenez, Megan Gregoire, and Gabriela Lopez, I'm Will Andronico, reporting from outside Worcester, Massachusetts, for WTVU News.